Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello everybody and welcome to the Triple Jump Podcast. It's a video game podcast. There it is. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. Welcome back to the show. Peter, how are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. I just, when I said is just there, my name is Peter, mm. I just bit the corner of my lip. Oh no. I've been doing that this week. You know sometimes you go through a, uh, just a, a short period where you keep biting the inside of your mm-hmm. mouth and then it doesn't happen again for like six months and then it starts again. Then you really get it. I'm just on one of those, you know, on a little a little spree of eating my own face. It's your but, time of the year. Yeah. Other yeah, than that, happens. I'm pretty good, thank you. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. Similarly, because I've just come off at illness. Yeah, how are you? I've got well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got at ulcer. Oh yeah. But it's I've never had it in such a weird place. I mean, they're never convenient. No, obviously. But it's on. It's underneath my my top lip, mm-hmm. and it's it's about as far down as it can be, with probably out being on the without being on the actual lip. So every time I drink, it's like, oh, that hurts because everything rubs on it all the time forever, all food, everything. So it's super rad and I'm really enjoying it. But I'll tell you one thing that will make things way better, Peter. Uh, A sponsor. The money that we get from our real sponsor that we've got for you this week. Bongella. Got the real advert here. Bongella. It makes pain go numb. Does it, though? No, not It just comes off. Usually. What? Bongella just, just comes off. Yeah. Well, you've got to put loads on, I, I know. find. You're right. It's it's a difficult thing to apply. You sort of have to dab your um, dab your ulcer a bit to make it a dry yeah, area and then put it yeah. on. And then it stings like hell. Mm. And then you can get it wet again. And it's like, well, when I lick it, it tastes like medicine. That sort of weird aniseed. Mm. Tastes like licorice. Mm. I wish I could get a, a Bongella. Go, go to the... Sweet shop and get some bonjella. <laughs> some just can I have some bonjella all sorts? Yes, <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, Harry Harry Bow bonjella mix, please. Mm. That's what I want. No, that's not true. We've got you. Our real sponsor is actually Mad Moxie's Bar. Do you like bars, Peter? Yes. Well, what kind? Uh, drinking ones. Oh, yes. I like. I thought you meant gold bars. But no, no. Yeah, I do. There. However. Good news if you also like regular bars, mm-hmm. though, because they also have slot machines. Oh. And inside the slot machines, sometimes you win bars of iridium. Iri- well, iridium. I like those as well. What about guns? Yeah. Gun, gun, gun bars. Gun. Well, no, not bars, bars of guns. Oh, just generally guns. Just you can win guns. Yeah. Sometimes if you get it wrong, even though it's a, you know, it's a game of chance, you get a grenade pop out. Oh. And then it blows up. A live one. A live grenade. And the machine laughs at you, but the machine is fine, the floor is fine, no one's alarmed, but you will die. Oh. So that's Moxie's Bar. We don't sell drinks, but we do innuendo. Risk of death. Come on in. That's the second lie we've told... So far, this said it was show. a video game. It's a lie podcast. It's a li- this is a, a podcast all about lying. Uh, our real sponsor, of course, is the wonderful folks that support us financially week to week over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. That's you. That's you. Well, that's some of you. Well, yeah, it's not all of you. Not all of you. We it's know. Okay, we see the numbers. Yeah. Not all of you, <laughs> but uh, some of you. And that's the only way you can get questions read out on the show. That's how you by 
is by supporting us on Patreon at any tier. One dollar. If you want, you can ask some questions and we might put them in it. Yeah. Case in point, Peter. Yeah. Katie B- Katie Beeman, I B- believe. Katie Beeman? Half B, half man. All or Katie. Katie. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. Or gentle or women. Or gentle women. Here's a conundrum for y'all, it says. I'm just reading it verbatim. Mm. The weird early 2000s fad of compatible console gizmos, and then in brackets it says Guitar Hero, DJ Hero, Sing It, etc., has finally died. We're talking about peripherals here as the uh, technical term. Gizmos. Gizmos. Uh, Do you fine young lads think that it diversified the playing styles of the gaming community, or were they just trendy hunks of plastic? And Mm. subsequently, do you think that with the rise of VR, we'll see a resurgence of random gaming knickknacks? Knickknacks. Much love to my favourite boys or girls. Or girls. Katie B-Man. I'm going to update my uh, Tinder profile. So it just says a trendy hunk of plastic. Oh, yeah. That's me. Mm. Ben Potter, trendy hunk of plastic. I am mostly plastic now as well. Is that right? We've discussed before. Extensive cosmetic work. That's what you spend all of your your wages on. All of my Patreon money. All of your Patreon money gave me... The the luscious lips lips that I have today. So thank you very much for that trendy hunk of plastic. I'm mm. not on Tinder. I should point out. I feel like I need to s- s- clarify that. Everyone in Newcastle suddenly. Oh my goodness! Got to sign up just just to let you all down easy. I'm not on Tinder. So slow down, everybody. Mm. Peter, what do you think about gaming gizmos? Um, general, like when I think of them in my head, and my mind immediately goes to Guitar Hero and and musical. Uh, peripherals and even mm. dance mats I do kind of I do cringe a little bit I don't know why they do they are just a bit tacky I think I don't think they look good I think you know the the musical ones just is that you doing a I'm playing smoke on the water yeah exactly it's, it's just a bit like you know you sort of yeah I know it's it's a bit more immersive than just pressing the buttons on your actual gamepad but equally you're not playing a guitar are you you just play and it's it's pretty difficult I've seen you know some of those like insane tracks where yeah. people are just go but you know that's actually what they do yeah so I'm not saying it's easy I'm just saying I don't know it feels a bit funny to me However, yeah, um, and it probably doesn't help actually that um, my my main experience getting hands on with peripherals like that was at my friend's house who had very sort of trendy. I want everyone in the schoolyard to think that I'm the cool trendy kid sort of things in right. his house. So that's right. the kind of his association. On the other hand, there are some other peripherals that I think are great. Mm. I think light guns are cool. I don't really understand how they work. You know, but the the sort of plug-in magic, guns, yeah, magic. They fire sort of light bullets. Yeah, uh, I think steering wheels. Uh, you know, that that is a a, a kind of like for like experience um, when you're using a, a peripheral steering wheel. And even you know, I think the the idea of a big sort of novelty, almost collectible peripheral like the Resident Evil chainsaw controller. You right. know, again, it doesn't give you the feeling of using a chainsaw. You don't even get to use a chainsaw in that game, mm. but it's it looks nice, you know. But yeah. this sort of like slightly flimsy fake guitar and silly drum kit and stuff and weird dance mat that sort of goes like yeah. when you rub on it. I don't know. I don't really. I don't like it. You're not a big fan. No. I'm I'm okay as you said with the with the steering wheels and even the the dance mats to an extent because people still go crazy for those dance dance revolutions. They do. There's a new one every, every there's a new revolution all the time. Yeah. Constantly overthrowing governments and other such institutions. Viva la dance revolution. Exactly. Um guns again, fine. Yeah. I suppose. Uh but if, if we're talking about tat it really is the music peripherals, isn't it? Mm. That uh, that make a huge difference. I've never, I've never been good at those games. No, I never no. had one. My friends had them, and I used to go over, and they would, they would play them all, all the, all the time. And yeah. like, hey, check this out, and then it would just be. Which song was that? Uh, that is. Um, uh, uh, p- Slip, Slipknot, um, the the Slipknot song. Actually, no, it's um, it's the Thong song. 
by slip, oh, was it? by Slipknot yeah. by Cisco. So 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 close, mm. so clo- close. Close. Um, yeah. So I d- my experience with it was just sort of like, well, I'm going to sit in the corner of the room and watch my friends play with the plastic guitars. I will say though, Peter. Yes. That. Several of my friends who were into those video games mm-hmm. have since gone on to play real instruments, and and I'm not saying that Guitar Hero taught them how to play guitar. That's absurd. But I I would be lying, I think, or misleading the fine folks at home if I didn't acknowledge at least that it played a part in perhaps their musical development in yeah. terms of wanting to play play guitar and things like that. Um, well, that's good. One of my friends who was really into it and, and had it is now in a, in a band and works, does music professionally all the time, full-time all day, every day. He works, does music professionally. Exactly. Wow. And th- I, th- I have a feeling that maybe Guitar Hero, you know, he was always into music and, and disgustingly gifted at music anyway. Mm. But like, I, f- I feel, feel like Guitar Hero probably had a little hand in there somewhere. Okay. So I think for the people whose lives it touched, excellent. Everybody else who just sort of wanted to play you know, through the fire and the flames by Dragon Force on easy and sort of wail it out um, in their living room with their friends. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't such a wise investment. But I would also say that those people probably had several very, very fun late drunken nights playing those games and they forged many beautiful memories even if those exactly we didn't even if those memories didn't sort of take hold and birth some kind of Jimi Hendrix brain baby that let them do music all the all the time full-time professionally day yeah day Uh, so I I think it it had its place and it had its time there was sort of a revival uh, a a couple of years ago was there now rock band kind of came back yeah and there was one with a real guitar that came that did a thing that nobody really cared about. Um, at the very least, most microphones are USB. True. So you can use them for other things. Yeah. And uh, in terms of the VR tat, I looked exclusively, admittedly, at the PlayStation VR just before we started recording. And there's only one real accessory for yeah. it, which is the AIM controller, which is really well made and a wonderful piece of kit. Mm-hmm. But there's only a couple of games that are compatible with it. Yeah. So it's not really... <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the question says, do you think with the rise of VR, we'll see a resurgence of random gaming knickknacks? I think mm. at the moment, yeah, like as we've discussed multiple times in previous podcasts, I don't think VR is is quite where it needs to be yet in terms of, you know, is it a serious contender for the gaming medium as a whole? Yeah. But if and when that does come around, I think it makes sense just to have things to hold in your hand rather than... You know, there's all this sort of technology going into weird gloves that have like feedback. So it like Mm -hmm. pushes against your fingers as Uh, though you're holding something. uh, And I hope they don't do that with like gun handles. Yeah, I don't want that. Uh, What's the name? The the butt? Or is Um, that the end of it? No, I think I believe it's called the gun scroat. Right. The gun scroat. Mm. Um, It just makes more sense to me to just be holding an actual gun scrote in your hand. Might as well. Rather than a clever glove. So, yeah, yeah, I think they probably should come back if VR really, really takes off, like truly. But I tell you what's kind of pointless about it, though, Mm. is that you can't see it. And I know that that's you know this, this the aim controller which is which is essentially an assault rifle. Yeah, it's it's mapped perfectly to the games you know that that it's in, and that that's wonderful and everything. But the 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 controllers do a fantastic job once you're in the world of transforming into any object that you want them to be, and mm. and actively holding an implement that's sort of the same shape only really goes so far. True, you know because it's, it just transforms into whatever it needs to be through the VR headset and you sort of probably would forget almost immediately that you're even holding a thing. Yeah, I suppose you do because when you've got the, the regular controller in your hand, you know, normally to pick things up, all you do is pull the sort of trigger on the back and press the button on the top. Mm. And really, all you, so all you're using is two fingers, but like in the game, that generally corresponds to a full hand grip around, you know, either a round object like a ball or like a square object like a book. And yeah. you don't, you're right, actually. When you pick something up in that way, you don't think, oh, this feels weird because I'm just pinching my finger and thumb together, but the hand has picked up a whole ball. Immersion broken. <laughs> you know, it, it it does kind of feel fine. So maybe they don't yeah. need to bother that much with perfect... Uh, but I suppose with, like, more complex, you know... I mean, that's just a subtle thing with how many fingers you're gripping. But, like, with a steering wheel or, like, mm. holding a gun with two arms, yeah. maybe that there's a bit more to, to that than... Maybe with two arms, yeah. Yeah. Um, but... 
I think I think peripherals are more important when you can see them. Yeah. Um, you know, if it was a light gun game, for example, where you were just aiming at the TV, then maybe it would make more sense to hold a gun because that's part of the gimmick, yeah. right? Whereas in VR, it's put there for you. So mm-hmm. it only does so much, really. Yeah. There we go. don't know. We're undecided on that, but you're right. Yeah. Thank you, Katie, for that question. Thank you, Katie. It's time to move on to a section. It's loud out there. You know we're recording, right? Hello? Let's talk about what we're playing. Let's talk about it. It's time for what we play in, Peter. I'm right. What are we playing, though? We're playing video games in no. in our personal time at home, week no. to week. And in this section, we talk about the games that we've been playing this week. That's too far-fetched to ever do it as a section. I think I've got an idea about what yours might be. Would you <laughs> like me to get mine out of the way first so you can... Whip it out, son. Let's have a look. your new video game. Uh, I've been continuing to play... Um, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. Ooh. Um, so I've I've not chipped away at it that much, but I'm still on uh, number two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've realized now what you were talking about last week. Um, I said to you, I've been playing that game. You said, oh, well, how far did you get? And I said, oh, I'm in that city where mm. you have to look for the temples and stuff. And then you find that temple and you go down inside of it. And you said, oh, yeah, and you find the, the Nazi guns inside. Mm. And I went... Is there, is there Nazi guns in there? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, is there Nazis in that game? And you went, yeah, yeah. And then that's that's not when that happens. So you know that war-torn city where there's like a, 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 a rebellion going on? Yes. Yeah. There aren't Nazi guns inside that temple there. You do, you do find an MP40 in one of the temples. In one of those ones? Yeah. Do you? You know oh. the spike pit where the spike traps are coming oh, down? Oh, yeah. There's an MP40 in oh, there. Oh, I didn't know there was one in there. Yeah, there's dumb Nazis. They get everywhere. They're right. like They're like uh, they're like cockroaches. Well, I didn't know there was one in there, but yeah. I, I've now made it to... Uh, Did you go to the Winter Wonderland? I've been to the Winter, Winter Wonderland, Wonderland yeah. where there are lots of Nazi Duff. weapons. What are they like? Because there's loads of dead Nazis inside. Naughty boys. And really, when that happened, I really, I, w- I wanted to come to the podcast and make it clear mm. because I thought you thought I was there last week. Okay. And so I wanted to put on record that last week I didn't get to the Winter Wonderland, see all the dead Nazis <laughs> and the Nazi weapons, and then go, <laughs> oh, there's the Nazis I in that game. Silly Nazis. What are you talking about? I, I think d- you mean of angry dogs. Yeah. I have been paying attention. I didn't realise there's an MP40 in the spike. Yeah, no, it's just it's just one. There was just, just one, one Nazi. One. Just, just to sort of suggest. Oh, by the way, there ooh, might be Nazis. Nazis up. are on this trail because, of course, they were. So that's what really what I've been looking forward to all week <laughs> is just coming here and telling everyone. I I do know that in the Winter Wonderland there are Nazis because there are definitely Nazis there. There were. But that's not where I was last week, but I am now. I'm past that. Hooray! I've done the exciting drive from oh, yes. the village to the... the fun drive? Yeah. Do you know what I like the most about the Winter Wonderland? Yeah. It reminds me of the best part of Ice Age, the film. Yeah. Where they're all going on the ice slides down through the ice cave. Oh, yeah. You remember that? And all the creatures are like trapped in the ice walls and stuff. Not that that's in... Uncharted 2, it's just Nazis. But yeah. I just like that setting. I think it's very pretty. I think it just looks quite deli- it quite looks delicious and tasty. It looks like you could carve off a big hunk of that. It's like it something you would town. have for pudding at Christmas. Mm. For pudding. Pudding. I don't think I've said Pud- that for a long time. Pudding. We're <laughs> yeah, having some pudding. Would you like some pudding? I think it's because I was saying I was about to say the word Christmas, so I was thinking of Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. <laughs> anyway, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> Christmas pudding, the game. Excellent. With with now, oops, all Nazis. I found them. They're here. Mm. Uh, ben. It's one of my favourite bands as well. MP40. Oh yeah. Red, red wine. There's a little Nazi humour for you there, everyone. <laughs> Got to get that you in meant somewhere. Your favourite band was Nazis. They're here. I don't know who they <laughs> I don't are. Don't know who that what is. Do they sing some sort of strange band. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, but, uh, that, what, ben, yeah. What have you been playing this week? But Orderlands Three. Oh. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Not what I expected. I'm level twenty three now. Okay. And there are still people on my friends list who are ahead of me, and I'm trying to play it a lot. Oh. And not that it's some sort of pissing competition yes it is but according to the chapters uh what i have looked up online i'm about halfway through the game and i've played it loads so that's great because that means there's a lot more game to come yeah it's very exciting for me and that's something i always liked about the uncharted games as well is that they were always sort of like about 10 hours 10 Mm -hmm. 11 hours which is great length obviously this is much longer but i'm playing it slowly i'm i'm uh i'm taking it easy 
I'm playing through it in co-op, so I can only play when my cooperative partner is available. Um, played it all Sunday. So what no, you're played saying it Sunday is afternoon. It's your cooperative partner's fault that you're only a level twenty-three. Exactly. Yeah. No, to be fair, we're do- it, there's not much. There's been very little sitting around waiting from on my part. Um, played it all of Sunday night. Played it all of Monday. Played it. M- Tuesday night. What day is it? Hello. Played it Thursday today. Wednesday night. I'll probably play it a bit tonight. We've got Michael Jackson up in in the tune, so I won't be playing it again until Sunday. But it's, oh man, it's great. It's got some little performance um, performance jiggly wigglies uh, here and there. But, you know, we talked about it on Quipscope. Um, My sort of in defense of immediately got people's backs up because for some reason, People just want to hate this game. And I'm not saying it's everybody because there's plenty of people who are just indifferent. But it just seems that it seems that you can't just dislike anything anymore. Weird. It's it's just it's got to be the worst thing ever. It's either perfect for you or the worst thing ever. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. But and as someone who's so passionate about the border Bordish glands, it's it's difficult to uh to see so much hatred around the game that I'm really enjoying, I've been waiting for for so long. So while I don't think that people, you know, can hate it, you know, I don't think that people should hate, um, shouldn't hate it. You can dislike this game; it's fine. Right. That was a really difficult sentence. Yeah. Uh, but just don't be a dick about it. Just don't go on social media and be like, oh, the humor and the doodah. Just let people like it. It's okay not to like it. But some people do like it, and when they see you just screaming your head off about how it's the worst thing ever, makes you look. It doesn't make you look very good. Yeah, let them like their thing. Makes you look like a bit of an arse. Yeah, don't so, be an arse. Some sort of pudding, pudding, if you if you will. A great big pudding head. But I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's it's got some great uh, hidden secrets and discoveries, and it is one of my favorite games. Yeah. So all the characters are showing up. The voice acting, you know, one of the voice actors got replaced, but that's fine. But it's it's Borderlands, and if you like Borderlands, holy crap, it's great. Um, there's a there's a vehicle in it that I that I like to to drive all the time. It's a big wheel, and you get in it and it spins around. You oh know, yeah, that kind of thing. Like General Grievous. Like General Grievous, yeah. exactly. The the innovator of the wheel. The bike. wheel car. The big wheel car. Yeah. And uh, when you hold down the horn. For one of the skins that you can apply, it's a siren, as in a, a Nina. Like General Grievous. Just like General Grievous again. When he Pe- jumps down to fight Obi-Wan, just goes, Nina, Nina, on his He's face. a Grievous, yes, exactly. His yeah. little, his lightsabers keep going, sort of coming out of their hilts and going back in, red blue and blue, and red, yeah, yeah. as he goes past. Uh, so that's fun, just sort of screaming past everyone with this sort of screamy wheelie boy, just wee, 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 and then firing all the guns and just yelling, stop resisting! Stop resisting yeah. and running everyone over. And it's especially fun when there's two of you just like smashing into everything with your sirens on, pretending you're these these amazing policemen when actually you're just absolutely... Or women policemen officers who are just ruining the day for everybody. I think it's great. I'm really enjoying it. I'll probably talk about it again next week. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I hope you continue to enjoy it and Thank that you people much. don't continue to be mean. Don't be mean. Big you cannot like it. Just don't be mean about it. Um, it's time for a question. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Scodes, prolific donator, mm. donor, donator, s- says, uh, well, in fact, you read this one. Okay. It's your turn. Hello, Peter and Ben. After watching your video on, on PlayStation franchises, that's uh, every PlayStation franchise ranked from worst to best. You should go and watch that. It brought back a lot of memories for me. The one I really enjoyed the most was the Ape Escape series. I'm still hoping that game gets a revival. My question is, what video game franchise would you like to see make a comeback, and how would you see its reception in today's society? Lots of love, Stephen Scouse. Oh. Hmm... Oh, you hummed too hard. I, I hummed and hard, and my script fell down. Mm. And all these pigs went to market. That's the wrong one, isn't it? Yes. There's pigs involved, though. The pigs were involved. Peter, have you got a franchise that you miss that you think should come back? It's funny, actually. Only, not yesterday, but the day before, mm. I went home, and uh, I was recommended by the YouTubes on my PS4 a uh, a speed run of Tomb 2. Oh, um, not the one from SGDQ where the guy says, "I would really prefer if you would be quiet." The guy who <laughs> sat on his couch. Oh and no, just really awkward for the rest of the time. Oh jeez, uh, a different one. Um, 
And uh, I sat and just sort of scrubbed through it while I was eating. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, mm. I enjoyed it. I, I loved that game. Um, and it made me think, I wonder if that has enough of a following to warrant them bringing it back. Because I was thinking as well, that same day, I basically, like, I wonder what the next remaster will be. Because there will right. be one or remake. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, Tomby has a bit of a, or Tomba, if you're not from Europe. going to get serious about this. Yeah. Has kind of a cult following, really. It's not like worldwide beloved thing. Uh, but I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I've started looking at whether there was any news or rumor or anything online mm. about whether they might do a, a remaster of it or a remake. And Whoopi Camp, who made it and went defunct. Okay. Somehow have a Twitter account oh. that, like, in the bio says, like, Whoopi Camp, uh, 1990-something to 2000-something, now defunct, but they still have a Twitter account that is, like, semi-active, which is strange. Is it run by them, or is it just a fan? It seems to be. I, I think it is. They're, they're talking as though it's them. It might just be a person from Whoopi Camp. Okay. Unconfirmed. It's certainly mm. not verified, but... Right. Um, I don't know. I am Mr. Whoopi Camp. Yeah, that's me. Mr. Whoopi Camp. Uh, but they were saying that the most they uh, they think like the, the most likely thing at the moment is it might get released on PlayStation Store. Okay. Sort of remastered. But they don't think there is any interest in it being properly remade and re-released. They said like there's licensing issues mm. and then obviously there would be a lot of money that would need to go into it for that to happen. Right. So at the moment, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But it just got me thinking, you know, what it would look like. And I was watching this speed run thinking like, oh, well, you know, this game's it's aged okay. It's like got some nice colors in it and stuff. But just <laughs> trying to imagine what it would be like in this wonderful technicolor kind of 3D insane style mm. you know remastered world with loads of little details and wildlife running around and stuff and I, I think it would look really pretty but you think yeah i don't know if it'll happen. i don't think it'll ever happen but you'd like it i'd like it at some point well i hope it happens for you peter i really do thank you i'll i'll get my people on it i have i don't i don't have any people uh tony hawk's pro skater 2 Oh, yeah. I love that video game. I was bad at it, but you could unlock Spider-Man. You could. Which was so cool. Yeah. And the music was great. All ten tracks, <laughs> which felt like there were a million on there. Actually, I don't know how many tracks there are on there. And I know that it's been talked about for a long time about, well, just re-release it. Don't even remake it. Just re-release it and, you know, whatever. But I think that there's all sorts of issues again with licensing especially with the soundtrack yeah and the songs if they re-released it it would probably be full of generic scar songs from <laughs> youtube audio library or something well and it's got the likenesses of loads of actual skaters so i don't know yes. if there's any issues there and it's got spider-man in it it has got spider-man in it uh and uh, it's got officer dick in it who i think is just a, a tony hawk's character i don't think he's from right anything. officer dick officer dick yeah so I'd I'd love to see that just either re-released or even remade because Tony Hawk's is just poor Tony, poor Tony, right? His Twitter's amazing as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, but it's just him being recognized, oh, not being not being recognized, recognized <laughs> sort of being recognized. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, but his game series has really died a death, and I feel like if they just did another Pro Skater or even just, I mean, it's Activision, right? Why don't you just remake it? Yeah, you're you're the remake company at the moment, so why don't you just get someone on that and just just Give it a, and then a shine, little shine, shine, and, uh, and and just and just bring that to us. Alternatively, it's a recent one. I really liked the Order eighteen eighty six. Oh, I never finished it. It was good. For, you never finished it. No. It's like it's like an hour and a half long. I know. I played it's like notoriously. I short. sat down and I did like a forty five minute session, and then uh, I could just never bring myself to pick it up. Really? Again. Yeah. I didn't oh, think it man. was bad. Okay. I, I just thought it, it, it didn't hook me enough. That's fair. Really. I really liked it. I really loved the setting and I liked the characters and I thought it was really intriguing. The gameplay wasn't very good and it was really short and the story yeah. didn't really go anywhere. But like I, it left it on a real cliffhanger and, and I would really like to see a follow-up to that. It was gorgeous though, mm. graphically. It was annoying that it had the horizontal bars at the top and the yeah, bottom of the screen. But like, I'd, I really liked that game. I'd like to see either a follow-up of, of some kind or 
maybe it'd just be picked up by another studio. I don't know, but we'll see. Mm. I should have liked that game more than I did because the setting ticks a lot of boxes for me. You know, mm. I, I think I've said in the past that... It's when you were born. It's when I was born, yeah, the, the sort of Victorian era, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I quite enjoyed... Um, Assassin's Creed uh, Syn- Syndicate is that the Victorian yeah, call, one? Call blimey, call blimey. Yeah, um, and like enjoyed that more than a lot of the others either side of that. And you know, a lot of people said that actually that was one of the less good ones, but I just enjoyed it because of the setting. And you know, similarly, I I watch TV shows that are set in that kind of world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why I didn't because when I heard, well, I, I'd known about it for a long time because I didn't get a PS4 for a while, but. Uh, yeah, when I when I sort of sat down to play it for the first time, I was like, oh, I'm really going to like this. I know I am. And then I just didn't quite, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I might give mm. it another go, maybe, another, yeah. another time. I've still got it. If you got, you've got, okay, that's okay, because yeah. I've got a copy too. I was going to offer it to oh, you. That's very kind, that's friend. I've got a What's mine copy. is yours, friend. Yeah. I, think <laughs> I actually a... had two copies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. I, was, I went through a stupid period of buying up special editions like years, oh. years after the fact, because they were cheap, and I got the special edition for that for like nothing. So I had a sealed copy for ages. Right. Uh, now I've, now it's gone. Uh-huh. No, I just I just loaned it to someone. But it's I I like it. It it rightly got flack, but I don't think it should have got all the all the poop that it did get. It's I a thought shame it was all right. Take that idea and kind of just make a a big, a good game. Traditional, just a good game. Just the usual format, you know. Yeah, I uh, think because it was it was done with with assistance from Sony Santa Monica, mm-hmm. which of course is the God of War studio. Yeah. Uh, but it was developed by Ready at Dawn, who have since gone on to do nothing of note. Mm. And I feel like Santa Monica probably have their hands full, but even sort of a a B-team splitting off from the main God of War development crew could probably make something very good. Mm. I think the setting does so much. You know, as you said, for Ass- Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I think the setting does so much work for it yeah. that it, it could... It, I mean, it wouldn't take much to be a better game than the last one. So, I think you're right. Like, that's a good way of putting it. That the setting does just do the work. It's, like I say, with TV shows, I think you just set something in that period, mm. and it's just enjoyable. The BBC's just been skating by on that. Yeah, for, for, for well, literally you, since its inception. As much as anything else, you're like looking in the background and just seeing what's going on, like yeah. in the streets and stuff. There's just like people wandering around, like. Mm. coughing up their own lungs and you know offering sexual services and, and that's just greg cutting up butchery um, they're all just greg yeah that's just what greg does greg, everybody everybody needs a greg greg please your family are worried it's a vibrant tapestry of a world as a as a general rule anything set in a victorian city is, mm. is kind of interesting just to look at alone so yeah. yeah yeah i'd like to see it come back but i don't know if it'll happen yeah. peter something smells weird it does it's not me It must be the news. Oh, no, it's the the news. It must be the news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's time for weird news. It's weird news o'clock time. Wait, hang on. 
It's Weird News O'Clock Time. Welcome to Weird News. This is a place where we talk about news that's weird and everybody brings a thing along and we discuss it. Careful. Uh, Let's talk about esports, Peter. We're big G-Spots fan, me and you, aren't we? Well, when I can find it, yeah. Big G-Spot fan. It's pretty difficult. I'm not sure esports exist, do they? Uh, I don't know. I know that male esports, the male esports exist. I don't know about female esports. Though. No, I don't know. That's a weird, weird analogy, isn't it? Esports Pro tries and fails to play in auto chess and Hearthstone events at the same time. What? At the same time. At the same time. Auto chess. Well, that sounds like it just does it for you. I mean, you shouldn't even have to pay attention. German player Lin Seiko Nguyen was playing in two tournaments simultaneously. Wow. You ready to hear about this? Yeah. Hearthstone esports fans noticed something was off this past weekend when Lin Seiko Nguyen was consistently looking at something off camera during his Hearthstone Grandmasters Europe match against Elias Bosten Sibelius. The German player looked distracted throughout most of the match, which eventually caused him to make a game-losing mistake, leaving an important card vulnerable. You can see the moment Seiko looks up to his computer and realises that he's made a terrible choice, one that's cost him the game. As it turns out, Seiko was actually simultaneously participating in qualifiers for the $1 million Auto Chess Invitational. What a silly Billy. I hope he... uh... Well, I don't know if I don't know why I hope. Mm. I, I guess because of the hue, hu, the hue, 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 uh that he also didn't get through in the auto chess qualifiers. I don't think that he did. No. Wasn't the best idea to play the chess qualifiers this weekend, Psycho. I don't know if it's Seiko or Psycho. Se- Seiko tweeted and then deleted on September the fourteenth, as captured by Twitter user HS underscore underscore Pasca. But I practiced too much for this already. Hearthstone casters immediately noticed the mistake and called it out during the broadcast. Pay attention to the goddamn game you're playing when there are hundreds and thousands of other professional players that would love to be in your position right now, Hearthstone caster Simon Welch said during the broadcast. Welch later apologised on Twitter for being angry when making the statement, but that he otherwise stands by it. I do strongly believe that Psycho's actions were very insulting to the GM programme, he tweeted. Mm. Um, Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about it like that at first. I thought it was just... You know, he was trying to—he was trying to show that he's a an absolute G spot champion. Yeah, he wants to be the G spot champion of all. I can of do them. two at once. Look how good I am! But look yeah, at all actually, my G spots. It is a little bit—it's insulting. It is insulting. Apparently, his opponent thought it was weird. Yeah. Uh, noticed things were slightly off, and uh, he's basically just been a very silly boy. He thought that he could participate in two G spots tournaments at the same time. I guess they were at least they were both sort of turn based. You know, chess and. A card game rather than you know Fortnite and Apex, mm, <laughs> yeah, and Tekken all That'd at the same difficult. time. On a Guitar Hero controller, yeah. Um, okay, well that was pretty weird. It was pretty weird. Do you want to hear something else weird that's going on? Who was that according to, by the way? Oh, very good point, Polygon. Polygon. Oh, mine's Polygon today oh, as well. Oh, great. Yeah, we're getting away from that Kotaku's. Uh, <laughs> they had nothing on. Couldn't no, find anything going on this week. Couldn't find anything. Um, so Polygon. Red Dead Online players say they're finding zombies in the game. <gasps> Ooh. Undead Nightmares Return, question mark, or just a glitch, question mark? I think it's probably one of those. Yeah. Although there are decaying... Sorry, I'm just... There's so many wires there's down by cables my feet. Going I, just on. Want to, I just want to stretch my legs out a bit. Um, there are... There's there's like a decaying thing in the game, right? Yeah. Where when you kill a, when you kill a man or woman, they just sort of lie there and decay in real time, which is horrifying. Yeah, why would you... No. So is that... That's what those 50-hour weeks did for... Uh, yeah, that's why they stuff. stayed so long. 125,000-hour weeks. Yeah. Um, so could that be it? Well, it's all, it's all talked about in this article from Polygon.com, written by Owen S. Good, or Owen's Good. Owen is good. Owen's Good. Owen is good. The recent random and unannounced appearance of a zombie NPC in Red Dead Online has given some fans hope that another undead nightmare, or something like it, is in store for Rockstar's cowboy adventure. It could also be a glitch. First, the zombie. Redditor Groats Active is is their name. Redditor Groats Active spied this white above in the swamp, and here's a picture of it. Looks like an actual intended zombie, but... Yeah, they've got sort of uh, green glowing eyes. Yeah, weird glowing eyes and sort of rotty skin, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll go on to 
So they spotted this white uh, in the swamp. And others say they've seen dead bodies laying around since last week's update. Ooh. The manner in which they behave leads some players to believe these are glitches, which wouldn't be a first for a dead online. Some have reported zombies with blue skin, leading others to believe this is all a screwed up implementation of something to do with the cholera outbreak. Oh. Okay. The fact that the swamp zombie was upright and not blue, plus that we are about 45 days from Halloween, gives that side of the speculation a little more weight. So for those of you who haven't seen the picture, it's a, a lady zombie with straggly hair, white wrinkly skin and yellow eyes standing. It's not a dead flat body. She's just standing around. Standing there. Um, uh, da, da, da. Uh, however, another player described being led to the swamp zombie by a barking dog and then ambushed by a bandit. Uh, I believe this corpse is part of a trap and glitched to stand up for me, uh, says Indie the TV show. Uh, <laughs> Great. That happened to another player too, with the body behaving in more glitchy ways. Others have documented similar findings over the past week as well. So... Essentially, we're not yet sure for certain whether this is a zombie. Now, it's got glowing eyes, which kind of makes me think it's not just a dead body that's standing up by accident, by by a glitch. You mm. know, why are, the, why are the eyes sort of green and, you know, fluorescent? Um, if it had just white eyes or regular eyes, I would maybe think, okay, that's just a corpse and the game has made it stand up by accident. But, um, you know, for now, all we can do is speculate. Um, it's just a bit weird. Some that weird news w- there. That is weird. I wonder what her name is. The zombie? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not always a lady zombie. It might Maybe pe- different people have had different different zombies. Well, uh, what, uh, what about her? That one? That one, uh, I think, is called um, Susan. Susan? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Su- Su- Susan B. Susan Su- B. Susan B. Susan B. Oh, yeah, she was on Britain's Got Talent, wasn't she? She was, Susan yes. B. She did great. Mm. She doesn't look too great, though. No. In that photo, I should say, that's what I meant. Not in real life. Not in real life. She's a beautiful woman. Let's move on to questions, shall we? <laughs> yeah. This is from our resident supervillain, Tasha Chaos. Oh. Tasha Chaos. Look out. Says... It is the end of civilization as we know it. You can pick two video game characters from the Nintendo platform to help you survive. Who would you pick and how would they help you survive? From the Nintendo platform? From the Nintendo platform. But those are the least survivory ones. They're all cute and cuddly. What are they going to do? I I presume we're talking about something that's like published exclusively on a Nintendo console by Nintendo. So I can't just say... Well, Resident Evil 4 is on uh, the Wii, yeah, I'll so I'll have Leon Kennedy, please. I'll have Call of Duty from Call of Duty, please. Yeah. Uh, okay, Nintendo characters. I mean... Hmm. Have you given this any thought? Are you just Did you not see the Nintendo platform bit in there? No, I did. I oh, you did. did? Okay. I just didn't really come up with an answer, and I oh, thought... Man. Oh, Yeah, maybe I... I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued by yours. Do you have an answer? I do. I have two. Okay. I have Dragonite. The flying dragon Pokemon. Oh, of course, Pokemon. Because, you know, that's an easy escape. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of a unit. He's got that hyper beam. He's not as naughty as Charizard with his stupid long neck. True. Look at that, look at that silly boy. Yeah, it's hard to tame a Charizard, I, so, I So I could fly around. He delivers post as well. So he's got some sort of post center where yeah. I'm sure that's that's probably safe as he's well. Postimon. He could fly me away from all of my troubles. And my second one that I've got is Yoshi. Because Yoshi lays eggs, and eggs are food. And that works for me. And I don't want any humanoids because I want to be in charge. Okay. I want two lizard friends I don't... Who, who can come with me. And Yoshi is he's sacrificial because he gets killed all the time by Mario to sort of make jumps and things. And, and as I said, he lays eggs, and I'm sure they're delicious. I don't feel like I need to be in charge. I think I the one that I definitely thought I would have is Link, just because okay. he really has been in some pretty sort of apocalyptic situations. Yeah. And in Breath of the Wild, he literally had to just, you know, that's almost a survival game at this point. He's got nothing. So got nothing. he would know how to, you know, look after us. Mm. I just don't want, like, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I know better than people, mm. but I'm just thinking I want a Pokemon that can fly me around places right. and, and is good in a fight. 
but I also then don't want another person who could potentially vie for the affections of that uh, Pokemon yeah, because I want, Pokemon. want the Pokemon to be mine and I also don't want it to be like awkward and just have a person who's following me around all the time like well this is my kick-ass Pokemon and you're also here mm-hmm. I'm just you know I just don't want it to be awkward so I just want two things that think I'm just God's gift to the planet you know? right that that would just make me feel really nice I think Okay. I just don't want people. I don't want to be with people. Well, that's that's okay. I'll I'll take I'll take. You take the people. Okay. I'll have Link, who will definitely look after me in a survival situation, and maybe just for, I mean, we know that the the world civilization is over, but there might still be big scary monsters out there. Mm-hmm. Um. So as, assuming that I can sort of control him in some way, I'll have. Is he called Chomp Chain? The yeah, big, Chain Chomp. Chain Chomp. Chomp, 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 chomp Chain. Chomp Chain. Yeah. Chompy James, I would have the big, the big ball with teeth. I mean, I'm not a Nintendo fan, but I remember him from when I was younger, and I used to go to my friend's house and mm. play Mario 64. Um, yeah, that guy. Can he? Can he travel? Because he's attached by a chain. You just hold on to the chain. I think in one of the games you do, you do actually do that. You have to like hold one end of the you chain. You can walk him. And yeah, you just walk him along like a dog. Yeah. Okay. Well, he is. He's Bowser's dog, isn't he? He barks. I, yeah, I suppose he is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's fine then. That's so I'd have. He'd, he'd defend our camp. Yeah. We would camp just just out of his reach so that he's sort of, just in case he wanted to get us. Don't you want him to be your friend, though? No, I do. Than, rather than keep away from him. Well, I don't know if I trust him. That's the only oh, thing. Okay. There's a reason he's on a chain. Um, I see. If I, if if part of the, the, the question is that he will definitely be on my side, then yeah, yeah I don't need to have a yeah. nice chain. I'll cut well, his I chain don't want to bring Yoshi along if it's going to, like, bite me. No. For example. Or yeah, you only want him if he's, if he's going to let you eat his eggs. Well, exactly. Yeah, I want I want a willing Yoshi egg layer. I've just realized that Yoshi is a boy, hmm. presumably. Yes. And lays eggs. Yes. Okay. Yes. Isn't that how a basilisk is born? You put like a you put a, a cockerel's egg under a snake or something. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Or it might about. be a snake's egg under a cockerel. You're mad. I am. You're absolutely mad. Mm. Well, that was that question. It was. I think we'll be fine. We'll survive no problem whatsoever. It's time for a huge, a huge discussion. Huge. Do you see it coming, Peter, over there? No. Wow, look at the size of it. What are you talking about? We're just in a studio. It's it's massive. It's just a wall over there. I've green screened it in. Oh, now I see. Oh, look. Oh, wow. God. It's a huge, it's, let's Scarlet get. Big discussion time, Peter. What we got? We've got a big discussion here. It's been sent in by Mike Waterson. Waterson. Mike, son of water. Yes. Come and look closer to the Waterson. Hey, guys. With the release of the long-awaited Borderlands 3... Three. Are there any other games that have come out that you've fully ridden the hype train for, it says? (gasps) And were there any that disappointed you so badly... You sort of had to have a wee moment to yourself to accept how disappointing it was. Now, he said wee, wee moment, as in, like, small. A wee moment. Yeah, but I prefer to think of it as sort of a urine moment. Yeah, you were so disappointed that you, you wet yourself. You had to take a little wee moment for yourself to yeah. do a little do a little piscals. Uh, thanks, son. Thank, Thank you, you, water, you son. water, son. We've, I feel like we've had a discussion about games that came out and sort of... Sort of disappointed Sort us. of disappointed us, but, mm-hmm. like... Not that I had to have a, a wee moment for. Yeah, like what about ones that you properly rode the hype train? Not just games that you thought, oh, that'd be good, and mm. then it wasn't. But, you know, ones that you had to have a wee moment for. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah. I think uh, Battlefront 1. Okay. I didn't necessarily ride the... I'm, I'm talking about the, the new generation of Battlefront games. Yeah. I didn't necessarily ride the hype train for that... Uh, as such, but certainly when that came out and there wasn't a story, which I think I knew ahead of time, but you know, when I finally put it into my console and played it and I was like, uh, yeah, there's there's definitely not a story. That's it. No single player campaign. I want to be the five oh first. Let me be the five oh first. Then, you know, that was that was pretty disappointing. I had to have a wee moment to myself. Oh no. Um I I can't say the same for Battlefront two though. I mean that had a story. I know people were disappointed by the uh the loot boxes, but I was mm-hmm. kind of just I just thought, well, I'll just get on with... I'll just not buy any. I'm fine with yeah. that. I'll just not buy them. Okay. So I didn't have to have a Wii moment for that game, despite the fact that it probably upset more people than the first. Yeah, full of Wii LC. Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, 
I'm sure, I, I think I've got a game that I did ride the hype train for, but by all means, okay. tell me your Wii moment first. Um, I've got two real, real big Wii moments. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Unreal Tournament 3. Yeah. Which I've talked about before briefly. Mm. The magazine I read at the time was hyping it up as like the second coming of video game Jesus. And it has a, a quote unquote co op campaign, which is not what Unreal Tournament has ever had, mm-hmm. ever. It's just there's a sort of story mode where it's literally the multiplayer maps with the multiplayer gameplay, but it's linked very sort of slightly yeah. by some sort of crap story that doesn't really exist. Right. So there's no, like, levels. Or, it's just, you know, it's not a story. It's not a campaign, really, not mm-hmm. in a traditional sense. So I was, like, super hyped for this, and I thought, this is great got some friends we'll play it together they all came over we all bought it and it was not what we were expecting at all uh. i was super super bummed out by that I had to do i had to have a wee moment uh took it to took it back and returned it the next day oh god i was super super annoyed by it i had like the inverse thing happen with um soul caliber 2 it's one of my favorite i'm a tekken boy generally but mm. soul caliber 2 is up there as one of my favorite fighting games of all time because i had it um, at a time where I, I I wasn't like good at you know not quite the period where you don't know how to save the game because you're that young and you don't understand what memory cards and saving is mm-hmm. because you're six years old but like later later in my life but I still wasn't you know just properly like using the game how I should have and I knew it had an arcade mode like all fighters do where you just you know there's like eight fights and then there's a big boss at the end and maybe there's a cutscene at the end for your character and that's the closest you get to a story. Mm. Then I realized Soul Calibur 2 also has this thing where you choose a character and there's this whole like world map that you explore and you go from place to place and all you're doing is having a fight but they're loose. it's all loosely tied together with a story in a dialogue box and there's like fights that uh, have different like criteria attached to them so it's like, oh, it's really like zero G in this room because, and then they put like a bit of a narrative to it. Like you enter the zero G room where mm. a wizard has been doing zero G magic and you have a fight with the wizard. Right. Um, and uh, so that's kind of the opposite thing to what you had. So I didn't have a wee moment for that. I had a a happy you moment. You had a come to Weezus moment. I did. Yeah. That's nice. I didn't answer the question at all, but it just made me think of that. Oh. You know, I just found it had a bonus story that was, yeah, not a story, but... Nice. But nice. Nice little addition. Yeah. Um, I the, the other one that I really didn't like, and this is probably why I just don't think much of the series at all, was Medieval for PSP. Oh, yeah. That was a pre-order game that I got with it, and uh, it was the only one that I could really afford. I don't think that it had a fantastic launch lineup anyway, uh, and I pre-ordered the PSP. And I got that with it. And I thought it was crap. Mm-hmm. I just just thought it was just so crap and boring and I wasn't interested in it at all. And then I basically had nothing to play on it until Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out right. for it. And then that's all I played Yeah, well, for ages. And you're talking about um, the actual, the original. The original, the yeah. original series, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't like Medieval and I didn't like that one. And that was that was a wee moment for me. That and that was presumed. I've, I've not seen it, but that's just. It's basically just the PS One build, right? But they've just Kinda, ported yeah. it across. It's not the. It's it's an original game. Oh, is in it? The medieval series, but it's. I don't gameplay wise. I don't think it's really changed that much at all. Right. I believe it was the low point in terms of scoring for the series. Okay. Uh, it's just. I just don't get medieval. Oh, I didn't know that was an original game. I thought I it don't might just get be it. A sort no, of a port. No, 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 I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so, but uh, crap, crap though, crap. Okay, right. Well, sorry, sorry to hear I'm that. So mad about it. God, it sucks. You really are. Really annoyed Absolutely me. Absolutely livid about it. Spider-Man Three as well. That was another one. Yeah. The the the, the Spider-Man Three, the Tobit Maguire one. Well, because the other two games have been so good as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even really, I hadn't really played the other two either. I just thought Spider-Man, cool. It's on PS3. Mm-hmm. It's gonna look amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. It's got a cool cover like a lenticular sleeve that's like shiny yeah and it's got the black spider-man suit on it which is awesome it matches my ps3 it matches my because PS3. of the font it's got the same font 
And then I bought it and it was rubbish. Yeah. And then I returned it and I had a Wii. Oh. A real Wii. I'm sorry. Games come out that disappoint all the time, but those those are particular standouts for me in terms of like being super excited for them and looking forward to them, especially, you know, in an age where I had to save up money for probably quite a while mm-hmm. in order to be able to afford these things. Um, and and they were crap. Yeah, a complete waste of my time. But it doesn't have to. We don't have to end on that. I mean, the 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 first part of the question was just, you know, what have you ridden the hype train for? You know, what what games did you absolutely break down every single little detail? That's true. And you know, look at every trailer and Mass Effect Two. Yeah, when that was ported to PS3, that was one I was really excited about. Uh, I couldn't wait for Spyro. Before it was even announced, I was watching, like, you know, little things where people thought they'd found, like, little suggestions. You know, there was, like, uh, the the Twitter account that is now just at Spyro the Dragon official. Mm. Originally, that account was called... Oh, I used to know what it was because I used oh, to check yeah. it all the time. But it was called some... Oh, uh, Bob something Bob? Uh, some placeholder thing. Like yeah. yeah. And people, like, somehow knew that this was connected to Spyro... And then there was that thing where in Insane Trilogy, if you typed in the Spyro demo code on the front menu, mm. it didn't really do anything except the highlight selection on the menu just disappeared. So like the text that goes white as you're going through the menu just vanished uh, and they all just went the normal orange color. So the code actually... So it was doing something was even doing though it wasn't something. doing anything. So it was like, oh, something's going to happen. This was before they'd even announced the game. And then they announced it and I... Watched every oh, single man. trailer and really enjoyed it. Right up until the final trailer came out, which I was warned ahead of time, had a look, a little early look at about 15 of the dragons. And I was like, I don't want to see any of these guys. I want to I want to unlock them all as I go and just experience them then. So I deliberately didn't watch that. But apart from that, I rode that hype train nice. good and true. Well, and I did good. not do a Wii when it came out. You didn't. Not a sad was... Wii. I did a happy Wii. You did a happy Wii. Yeah. All over the place. Mm-hmm. It was gross. Uh, Spider, the PS4 Spider-Man game, yeah, was one that I was extremely excited for. Queued up for ages to play it at Insomnia when we went last yeah, year, mm. and that was worth it because I just wanted to play it and give it a go. And then it was amazing, and I couldn't put it down. And I still think about it. And I bought a Spider-Man PS4 because of it. Uh, spent way more money than I than I should have done, and that was phenomenal. I don't know, games are great, aren't they? Yeah. Sometimes they're bad, and they make you do sad ways though. They do, which is disappointing. But there is something about that that hype period, though, for either a game or a movie before it comes out, where you mm. just you just want every tiny little. Give me all the details. Just anything, just mm. a tiny little detail that you know. I want to look at a, a forty-minute trailer breakdown video where they've zoomed and enhanced on three pixels in the background, <laughs> and they've gone. What is that? Is it's... it a spaceship? Is it a mouse? It's Yoda. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a it's rock. Not Yoda. It is it just is. a rock. Yeah. Although Yoda was in that film in the end, but he not was. there and then. Make a make a news video about it. How? Yeah. I don't know. Just make a news video. Okay. Here we go. Talking about a rock that so looks like Yoda. Rock I suppose. Could be, I mean, it's 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 a rock that that's that's that big. It could be Yoda. It's not. It's not. It's not Yoda though. It could just be a big porg. That was more likely. Why didn't could, we say that? It could just be a fat owl. Yeah. Did or you think about that. A rock. It, it was, was a rock. rock. It was a rock in the end. Well, thank you, Mike Waterson. Thank, thank you very you. much for that question. Thank you to everybody who asked questions this week. Remember, you can ask questions, if you like, by going to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Support us at any tier, mm. and you'll be able to ask questions for the show. Peter. Yeah. Where can people find us? They can watch all of our content on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. We should uh, thank our mods mm, on Twitch. We should. Uh, Lord Brotovich and Cecil Prumps, they're always in there when we're streaming, just making sure that no one's saying the naughty words. Yeah, stop saying those naughty or words. Or posting Askai. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Ask, Askai. Just like Obama with, with with breasts or like a big giant swearing what? middle finger. What? You know, ask A-S-C-I-I. It's all written in caps, though, so I don't know how you pronounce it. But that word means when people make shapes with oh, with letters. With letters. Yeah. And there's a there's a booby booby barack. I don't know if there's a booby barack. I was thinking there's there's obviously there's boobies and naked ladies, and there's also the Barack Obama face. Oh, okay. The and I sort face. of combine them in my head. Oh as the, man. Some, I'm sure there might be. I want to see Barack Obama now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you, Lord Brotovich and Cecil Prompts, for protecting us from Barack Obama. 
Uh, our social medias are twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. And again, we'd like to thank uh, Luke Eldon, uh, mm. who is managing our Facebook account for us pretty much. Because yes. we were doing nothing with it. <laughs> no, we were. Because we're not 80 years old. No, I'm not. sure Luke isn't either. He's just a man. No, who Luke knows. is 80 years old. Oh, he is. He is. He's 80 years old. I've, okay. I've confirmed that now. It's he true. He just knows how to do social media. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Patreon. It's mm. patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where, as Ben says you can donate and ask questions for this podcast and get other rewards as well yeah. uh, the podcast if you're watching the video version you can get an audio version at play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash triple jump and our website is tripleje.mup we have a careers page which currently has nothing on thank you for your applications mm-hmm. uh, we're going through them us. at the moment yeah you'll hear from us soon if not you might have already um, and uh, we've got a store as well uh, and finally, we've got a Discord, bit.ly forward slash Team Triple Jump. And Jack Bradshaw is our mod on there. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. For all of your words. I believe that work. is wor- words. I believe that's case sensitive. It might be the, the Team Triple Jump, the bit.ly. Yes, it will be. So make sure you do capital T, capital T, capital J. Camel case. I'm sorry? Camel case. Is that what that's called? Yeah. That's, that makes sense. One thing I learned on a computer science course that I did for Wow, that's been that was useful right now. Yeah. Look at it. Worthwhile. Mm. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do at that Peter Austin at confused underscore dude. And on Instagram at that Peter Austin and at Ben Potter20. We do lists every Tuesday and Thursdays, as, as we spoke about earlier. There's a super long list you can go and watch right now. Yeah. Not only every Batman game ranked from worst to best, not only every E3 ranked from worst to best, but now also every PlayStation franchise ranked from worst to best. Thank you very much to our wonderful writer, Philip, for, for putting oh, those together so for us. Good. He's a very good writer, he and is. there's more of those on the way. Um, the PlayStation one had a lot of very strict rules in place just because it would have gone on forever. Mm. Uh, so we hope you can forgive the omission of, of certain franchises but uh you know it would it would have just we would still be reading it now yeah you can't just do every franchise that's ever been on a playstation game including a single game that'd be mental can you imagine christ you can go watch that though i would really appreciate appreciate that streams every monday tuesday and thursday monday and tuesday are our our our, our, our solo streams Mm. over on twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump and thursday is our youtube stream day we're still streaming detroit Mm. we're getting we're getting there with it though yeah uh it's going to be october soon so not that it has really made any difference because we played horror games throughout this year but maybe we'll see about playing that man of medan yes man of medan yeah i'd like to play that that could be fun. When's Blair Witch out as well? Oh, I don't know. It's not reviewed fantastically, no, it but it should it? be good. It should be a good laugh, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, we'll find a way to, to bring that across, hopefully. Um, what else have I got here, Peter? I'm lost. Worst games, worst ever. games ever. It's a worst games ever week. Mm-hmm. That show is fortnightly. Friday for patrons, Sunday for everybody else. So if you're a patron of a certain tier, you can get worst games ever uh, yesterday. So hope you enjoyed it. And everybody else, it'll be out tomorrow. Podcast is every Saturday. We have other shows in rotation. We're, we're about to have a meeting uh, about what we're going to do next for main menu and prove it mm-hmm. and things like that. There was no uh, cut content uh, this month, sadly, because we had someone pull out at the last minute. Otherwise, there would have been one. Yeah. Uh, but we will have one for next month and hopefully the following months as well. So that will be coming back very soon. Leave us an iTunes review, please, or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with algorithms. And we will have a Patreon chat slash sleepover stream at some point next week. We'll announce that very soon for We you. will. Um, so please do come along if you can. The, the sleepover stream will probably be a little bit earlier than usual. Probably be like six till eight yeah. or, or thereabouts. But it'll still be in the evening. So hopefully you guys can, as many of you can come across along, across as possible. Across along. You got anything else you want to say, Peter? I want to ask you, uh, what is our sponsor uh, for the end of this podcast? Well, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. It is Moxie's Mad Bar. Do you like sexual innuendo? Uh, yes. Do you like vending machines that will kill you? Y- yes. Do you like tip jars that go all the way? Yes. Do you do? You, are you that fussed about having alcohol? Because, not, no, because there's not any. No, I'm alright. How about people awkwardly dancing to piano music? You know, I love that. Then you need to come down to Moxie's Bar. Oh, it's located on Sanctuary Three. And pretty much everywhere else as well. 
There's loads of them. Everybody. And she's in all of the places as well. Moxie's Bars. Moxie's Bars, yeah. Okay. Well, we're just we're just doing this one, but if you don't want the one on Sanctuary, there's loads. But do go to that one if you can. I'd, I'd appreciate it. And so would our, our, our very generous advert person who's given us loads of money to read Sponsor them. is the point. Advert that. person, yeah. Yeah, ad person. Well, that's all we've got. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. We'll be back next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.